You're listening to Beck QL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from Beck QL. On a Friday, football Friday, before the best football weekend of the year, 20 minutes from now, our lightning bets, and we'll put together our same game parlay plus. You can bet along with us over at FanDuel Sportsbook. That's coming up in 20 minutes right now, though. We are joined by one of the hosts of BetMGM Tonight. His name is Ryan Horvath. You can hear him Monday to Friday, 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on the BetQL Network. And along with that, he's Mr. Packer. He's Mr. Aaron Rodgers getting ready for tomorrow night. Horvath, how you doing today? Um, I didn't get much sleep, Joe. I've, uh, I've been up pretty much all night long, worried about the Packers. Also, I have that new Disney movie. I have all those songs stuck in my head right now. So it's been a rough morning for me. Got my kid off to school. Um, and now I'm just which movie? In Canto. What is it called? Yeah, Encanto. Yeah, the you, we I, I, don't I, I, talk about Bruno. <laughs> that's the jam that's stuck in my head, you guys. We watched it. We, we watched Listen, it. We don't times sing on. We don't sing a BetQL daily. It's not BetMGM tonight, sir. I don't sing. Well, <laughs> your partners. Every once in a while, maybe I do. But no, I'm doing. I'm doing good. I'm a little nervous for this game. Obviously, we we all know Aaron Rodgers 0 three in his career against San Francisco in the playoffs. Uh, this team mm. is pretty much ruined my life, my childhood, even before you know Rodgers took over. <laughs> Not a child. <laughs> um, but, you know, so I'm a little nervous. I was hoping, uh, Joe, that your Eagles could pull off the upset like you told me they were going to against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I was going to get the better matchup. <laughs> Now I get Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers. I was hoping for Jalen Hurts. Well, here's the bad news, Ryan. I was wrong on that game, and now I'm on the Packers this week. Five and a half. I like them. I like I like the Packers. I I just I can't see I can't see your guy Rodgers losing this game. I feel like this is, as long as they can protect him a little bit, he's gonna he's gonna make a lot of plays down the field. I I like the Packers. Yeah, I mean. I like the Packers too, uh, just because of what you said right there. I just I don't see Aaron Rodgers losing this game. I hate the number. Um, I did take him at five and a half, uh, went up to six. Now it's back to five and a half. I feel like you know if you're looking at the metrics, this is a terrible matchup for Green Bay, just because defensively they struggle on early downs. Like they're 24th, I believe, in DVOA defensively on first down this season, and then they're 26 on second down. And then you look at what San Francisco does, right? They're going to run the ball on early downs. They're going to open up play action for Jimmy G. They're going to line Debo up all over the field. And I'm a little nervous about George Kittle this week because, well, Green Bay's terrible against opposing tight ends. And because, like, I feel like they've almost been saving George Kittle. I've been playing his props Mm -hmm. the last three weeks. Last week he only had two targets, one grab. Like, they were using Kyle Juszczyk in his role more. Um, So I think he's going to destroy Green Bay across the middle. So I'll probably play his props. um, But... Yeah, I don't see Rodgers losing this game. I feel like this is like the ultimate revenge season. And I know this is narrative-based, of course. But, like, if you look at it, right, if he's going to get the second Super Bowl ring, San Francisco passes up on Aaron Rodgers. They take Alex Smith number one, right? He's 0 for 3 in his career against San Francisco. He beats them. Let's say Tampa Bay gets past the Rams. Then he gets a second chance at beating Tom Brady and the team that knocked him out last year. I mean, it's like a storybook ending. But um, we know how that usually goes. All the injury news has been great for San Francisco, and the line hasn't budged. It's been hanging around five and a half most spots. There is a six available still. I think we'll probably get back to six. Uh, depends on the money that comes in over the weekend when the majority of the people bet. I'm uh, I'm sick of talking about Bakhtiari and Jair when they're going to return, and what do we have questionable on the final injury report of the week? So we're not quite sure what's going to happen there. But I think we're safe in assuming 
MVS is out since they declared him as doubtful before a playoff game. They have not scored more than 27 points when MVS has been out of the game. Can you uh, let people know how much of an impact he really has on this offense, even though people are probably going to downplay it when you turn on uh, the pregame stuff and say, oh, yeah, Scantling, he's also out. He's impactful, man, even though he's a third, fourth option. Yeah, no, for sure, man. And especially like, you know, there's games where he'll only have one target, maybe two targets, but he runs pretty much one to two routes. You know, like he is the slot receiver, like the burner, right? Like he's just running streaks down the field and then defenses have to game plan for him. Like, even if he's not doing anything, they still have to game plan for him because if you're double teaming Devante, you know, and you have him wide open, he he could burn you for 75 yards. So I think that's a huge loss. And, you know, you're bringing back Randall Cobb, but they're completely different receivers. You know, Cobb Mm -hmm. isn't six foot two, six foot three, and he's not as fast as MVS. Um, Obviously Rogers is really familiar, but I think that that is a huge loss. Um, Now you have Aaron Jones finally healthy. Like they've kind of been saving him a little bit. He's only had like double digit touches a couple times the last couple weeks. I think this is going to be a big game for AJ Dillon because this is why you draft a running back in the second round and then pay a running back. You know what I mean? Like I think the cold weather game, that's for him. He'll probably get 15 touches in this game. But yeah, the MVS loss, um, that's huge. The one good thing for Green Bay is Alan Lazard the last four weeks has stepped up and Miles Rogers is really comfortable with him. I'd look at a touchdown prop maybe for him, and I think he's going to have a big game. You jo- stole Jones. my next question. I is. have Alan Lazard anytime well, touchdown. I, like well, here, I wanted to ask do. you. He had two here's, against the Lions. He's good for a touchdown in almost every game. What's here, up, here's what, here's what you do, Aaron, because I ask him about this all the time, and he always ha- he's usually pretty dead on. The Packers' backfield. It's always, is it a Jones game or a Dylan game? I, that's the big question. In, in the cold, freezing temps, is it a Jones game or a Dylan game? In, in the cold, it's going to be a Dylan game. But I do think they're going to use Aaron Jones. I just think they're going to use him a little bit differently. You know, I think they'll probably split him out. They'll use him more as a pass catcher. He's going to get carries. I mean, they're going to rotate him. I want to see him on the field at the same time. LaFleur rarely ever does that. Alan Lazard has become one of Aaron Rodgers' favorite targets on third down, too. And if you look at this matchup, I'm not going to let like the high totals or anything scare me away from Devontae because he's owned San Francisco the last couple matchups. And if you look at... Um, the one area where you could attack San Francisco, their secondary is a little weak, and they have some key injuries right now. Opposing number one wide receivers are averaging 88 yards per game, so I think it'll be a big game for Devontae. But I'm going to play. I like that um, Alan Lazard anytime touchdown prop, and I think that you know he'll be the pick to click. Yeah, I think everybody will probably play <laughs> Randall Cobb, but like nobody even expect Randall Cobb had a core injury. You know, like yes, he's coming back, but. How impactful is he going to be at 40%, 50%? That's a really painful injury. So I like Lazard, um, and of course, I always like uh, A.J. Dillon and then Devontae. All right, let's get your thoughts on other games this weekend here, Horvat. Uh, Titans and the Bengals Saturday afternoon. This whole show, except for uh, except for Paul Aspen, who went the other way, but myself, Joe, and Aaron, we're all on the Titans minus the three and a half. We, I just think their defensive line against the Bengals' offensive line, it's, it's just too much for Burr to overcome, even though Burr is awesome. I just think this is where it ends for the Bengals. Where, where, I, where are you at for tomorrow? Yeah, I hate betting against the Bengals because, I mean, they're fun to watch. I like Joe Burrow, but I'm not betting against Mike Vrabel with eight days between games. He's 8-0 straight up and 8-0 against the spread. And, like, look mm-hmm. at it like this, like back to the DVOA. The Bengals' defense, 31st on early downs. Now Derrick Henry comes back. Like, even if he's just a decoy, that's going to open up the play action for Tannehill when he's at his best. I'm playing Julio props. I think the yardage is just too low. I know everybody's going to be all over A.J. Brown. It's one of our props. 
Um, not saying A.J. Brown won't have a huge game. He probably will. But I'm going to play the Julio props, and I'm with you guys on the Titans. I just I think that the Bengals are a year away. Maybe next year they can make a run, but it's been a solid season. I don't think Zach Taylor is good enough to beat Mike Vrabel on the road, though. What's your favorite cider total of the four games? Man, I know that this is going to be a really chalky play, but I'm taking the over in the Bills-Chiefs game. Like, look at both offenses, the way that they're trending right now. Um, the Chiefs, once again, the number one passing DVOA since week 10, you know, and now you look at the Bills, and the Bills are actually running the ball. Devin Singletary had over 80 yards last week, had over 100 yards week 18, so I really like the way they're trending. So I do like the over in that game. And then I think my favorite side is actually Tennessee. Um, I took a flyer with Tennessee to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl when it was 8-1 to one, just because they have the home field advantage. They've already beat the Chiefs and the Bills. Um, I'm playing the Bills. And then I'm, I'm gonna, I, I hate that I'm doing it, man. I, I took the Rams. I took the points when it was at 3. I might play them on the money line. I feel like this might be a bad matchup for Brady. Like the one way to beat Brady, obviously, interior pass rush. And I think Aaron Donald might have a big game. I'm waiting on the... Injury news, obviously, with the offensive line. I think that's really key for the Buccaneers, though. Donald sack props then, huh? Man, I don't ever play sack props, but I might have. I don't know. Aaron Donald scares me sometimes in these, like, big game situations. I remember last year, same spot, divisional round against Green Bay, and there was no David Bakhtiari. He had just torn his ACL, and I was like, oh, the Packers are screwed. They're going to lose this game. Aaron Donald's going to have three sacks. And they shut him down. And by the end of the game, he was choking guys out. So I just feel like <laughs> some of these like big moments, he like gets in his own head a little bit, man. Like I like that about him, but at the same time, like he yeah. was crying after that game and he was nowhere to be found. Probably though, man, I think Brady gets hit a couple times in this game. I'm going to go with the Rams. Like what could go wrong? Trusting Matthew Stafford against Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I'm on the bucks, but what other props do you like? For this okay, so this week I'm probably well. I know in the Green Bay game I'm going to play that Alan Lazard anytime touchdown with you. I'll throw in a Devonte Adams and then AJ Dillon. I uh, I've been playing the touchdowns and I know that like the double touchdown prop at some places you could get 11 to one odds. So I really like that uh, two touchdowns for AJ Dillon. I'm playing Julio Jones this week. I'm going to take the yards. Uh, I'm not sure where that's at right now. It might go up. I'd play that like anywhere under 56 and a half, and I don't see it going over that, especially with AJ Brown. Um, staying away from Derrick Henry. And then I'm going to play George Kittle props. Um, it's plus money right now over at our book, BetMGM, but four and a half grabs plus money. Only two targets last week and one reception. Green, B Green Bay, I believe, is 26 DVOA against the tight end. They get they struggle against the tight end. That's been a thing for like the last five years. So I really like George Kittle this weekend against the Packers. So you mentioned you're on the over in the Bills-Chiefs game. What side? You know, it's 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 so yeah. hard to look at Mahomes and, and only giving a point and a half, like not take him. It's Patrick. It's Patrick Mahomes. But boy, mm -hmm. Buffalo. I feel like if they're at their best, they they. I mean, we already saw it this year. They can beat this team. You know what's funny is I'm going to take the Bills, and um, I hate betting against Patrick Mahomes. And I said, anytime you give me, and I even said this week one, I was like, okay, so I was. The Chiefs have burned me the last couple of years, but I mean, they were 13 and a half, 14 point favorites, 10 point favorites, double digit favorites, like every single week until finally like what week eight, week nine, when the market caught on. But I hate, I said, anytime Patrick Mahomes is a three point favorite or less or an underdog, I have to bet on him. I mean, he's 14, four and one against the spread, you know, three points or less under still though. I just think this is the bills year, man. Like last year, um, they weren't ready. I just think this year they're different defensively, although I do think we overvalue them a little bit. They still struggle to tackle, especially like in cold weather games. But Josh Allen just got 
done playing his best game of the year. And I think that this is some, there's some favorable matchups for the wide receivers for the Bills. You know, especially if they play man-to-man coverage, the Chiefs do. I think there's some favorable matchups. Like Diggs, I think, could win his matchup. I think Cole Beasley could have a big game. And, oh, you want to go back to props. Like, Dawson Knox is going to torture the Chiefs if he mm. stays healthy in this game. So I like his yardage and his uh, receptions as well, maybe a touchdown prop. I just don't think Kansas City will have an off- uh, an answer for him across the middle of the field. So I do like Buffalo, but this one's tough to call. And you keep hearing everybody say it, like whoever wins this game is most likely going to win the Super Bowl. But I don't know about that. I feel like next week mm. against Tennessee, that'll be a tough Shocking, shocking you don't know about that. I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Are you, with Green are, Bay you wait, are you yo, are, are you guys all out on Tennessee? Like I, I think Tennessee I'm in on win. Tennessee. No, I'm I'm cracking a joke because you're a Green Bay fanboy. That's what I'm saying. Is of course <laughs> hey, you're gonna I'm, say I'm, I'm not so Bay sure about fanboy, that. I feel I feel terrible. Not so much about this week. You know what really scares me? I have this weird feeling, right? That the Rams are gonna upset Tampa Bay because like Tampa Bay is still a terrible matchup for Green Bay until we see David Bakhtiari back on this field healthy. I just have nightmares of Matthew Stafford. Going into Lambeau Field and beating That's Aaron. not happening. That's not happening. There's no <laughs> way. No, stop. It's going to be Brady I, doing that. This is what people told me about Eli Manning, Joe. <laughs> this is what people told me about Jimmy Garoppolo two years ago when he went into Lambeau and he threw the ball nine times and Mostert oh. had 200 yards on the ground. Nothing good ever happens to me. You need to realize well, this. <laughs> okay, speaking of that, let me ask you about tonight because I'm a little confused about what you'll be thinking, what you'll be rooting for on the hardwood. We've got the Bulls and the Bucks. You grew up a diehard Bulls fan. I know you still cheer for the Bulls. They're your team. The Bulls are good. They're in first place ahead of the Bucks. Uh, the Bulls are beat up with uh, dealing with multiple injuries. So how are you going to handle this? Because anytime anybody says something about the MVP and they're not bowing down to Giannis, you get very upset. You kind of treat him like you're Aaron Rodgers. So what are you going to do tonight? Are you going to be rooting for the Bulls or the Bucks? Well, I'll be rooting for the Bulls. I mean, the Bucks have their championship. I haven't seen one since 1999, man. So I'm are you a Bucks for- fan or not? Um, well, I mean, I was covering the team and I kind of like fell in love with the team. I mean, yeah, okay. I'll say I'm a Bucks. I'm a Bulls fan. Like I grew up a Bulls fan, but I was in Milwaukee for a couple of years and going to the games and like Giannis is, I mean, unlike any pro athlete I've ever met in my life. And I'm a big Middleton fan. I think Drew Holiday is like one of the best people on this planet. And I've been calling him underrated for the last six years since he locked up <laughs> Damian Lillard a couple of years ago. He's one of the best on-ball perimeter defenders in the league. All that being said, I can't yeah. Like, I worry, okay, so I was all hyped up about the Bulls, right? And then they played against the Nets, and Durant went off in that third quarter, and that was, like, the concern I had all year, especially without Patrick Williams. It, they're a good team, but I don't think they could win. Maybe they win a playoff series, but they can't beat the Nets or the Bucks in a seven-game series because they have nobody to prevent Giannis from going off for 35-plus or right. Kevin Durant. That's the problem. You know, Vooch isn't that guy, and Patrick Williams is hurt right now. We don't know if he's coming back. Um, Chicago's past three games, man. Ah, it's been rough. The offensive rating, I mean, has went up a little bit. They're not playing much defense. I'd have to play Milwaukee, even though, I mean, that's a big threat. What is it, 10 and a half right now? I just, especially nationally televised. The Bulls don't show up on national TV. I get all excited. I hype it up to my partners. I'm like, we got the Bulls on the ESPN. Then Then they're down 45 points. But then again, my partners were hyping up the Wizards a couple weeks ago, so... You know, we're all losers in the long run, I guess. All right. Enjoy well, the well, mustard. <laughs> we'll be <laughs> listening going, tonight. Enjoy the game. You too. Bet MGM tonight. Ryan Horvath, 7 to 11 on the Beck UL Network. Lightning bets up next right here on Beck UL Daily.